January 19th, 2024, we're in Masechet Berachot Bet, some uh, 14 or so lines from the bottom at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Baal Keri, a person, person who had, a man who had seminal emissions, Meharher belibo ve'eno mevarech, lo lefaneha ve'lo le'achareha. A person who finds himself in that state where he's a Baal Keri and he has not yet immersed himself in the mikveh, he says the Mishnah, Meharher belibo, we'll read in Rashi in a moment, but it means that he has to think the words of Kiryat Shema, can't state them uh, verbally uh, or audibly. And the Berachot of Kiryat Shema, he may not say neither before nor after. In the morning, of course, you have Yoser Or and Ahavat Olam and Gal Israel afterwards. And in the evening, you have Ma'ariv uh, Aravim, Ahavat Olam, followed by uh, two Berachot afterwards. None of those Berachot are to be said audibly, nor even in his mind. Rashi, what's this all about? Ba'al Keri, writes Rashi, mitakanat Ezra va'elach. From the time of uh, an enactment of Ezra, Ezra HaSofer, as in the book, Ezra and Nehemiah, shetiken tevila leba'alei kerin. Rashi cites from a Mishnah in Gemara at the end of the seventh Perek of Masechet Bavakama, where the Takanav Ezra, this enactment, was mentioned that a person who had a seminal emission is not allowed to study Torah. Rashi says our Mishnah is working with that. Our Gemara will have a discussion and a debate about this where ultimately we understand there was a point in time where this Takana ceased to be in effect for men, at least in the fullest sense. But the Mishnah, working with that, tells us the following. Meharher writes Rashi, Kiryat Shema, Belibo. Belibo means in his heart or mind. He has to think Kiryat Shema, Keshema Giazeman Hamikra at the time appropriate for saying Kiryat Shema. Ve'eno mevarech, ve'iron se'de berachot, afilu behirhur, even in thought. Lo lefanev, lo le'achareha kevan, explains Rashi the reasoning, de berachot lav mide oraitam mechayev, la'atzrechuhu rabbanan. Since the berkot Kiryat Shema, are not a biblical um, uh, command. Uh, therefore, the rabbis did not have them in place in a situation where the person is a Baal Keri. Continues the Mishnah, and if you ate food, meaning you have to now say, after bread, you say, but you do not say, the Hamotzi, or any other Berkat Berkat uh, Amazon meaning being from the Torah, Ve'achatav Sevaato Berachta would say, Mitilat Yadayim and Hamotzi, and any other Berachat before him does not. Now, in terms of saying, it sounds like you're actually saying, no, over here as well, we're talking about Behirhur, even though the words in the Mishnah seem to suggest otherwise, we mean only in thought, Rashi, Amazon Mechvarech Le'acharav, as you said, the reason you say Berkat Amazon, Behirhur, afterwards is because Berkat Amazon is from the Torah. However, as you just stated, that's not a mitzvah from the Torah. Concludes the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda says you make the Berachot before and after. It's not 100% clear what he's talking about, writes Rashi. The Gemara will address and explain this opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. And the Gemara now will begin with this first issue of Hirhur, thinking the words of Kiryat Shema, 
which in turn will somehow effectuate a fulfillment or something appropriate with regards to Kiryat Shema. Says the Gemara, Amar Avina, Zot Omeret, Hirhur Kedibur Dameh. Di Isalka Da'atach Lav Kedibur Dameh, Lama Meharher. So Ravina's statement is, if you read the Mishnah, we can deduce, we can derive that Hirhur Kedibur Dameh, that thinking, halachically speaking, is considered as if you stated it, you spoke it. Because if otherwise, then lama meharher. Then why are you at all when you're a Baal Keri even thinking it? If it's a waste of your time because it doesn't count as if you're speaking it, so then why are you doing it at all? Why does the Mishnah suggest that we do it? Uh, it, it happens to be that with regards to Kiryat Shema being considered a mitzvah from the Torah, Tosafot already mentions the fact that the Gemara will have a debate about this, but Tosafot suggests nonetheless that in this context, Kiryat Shema is certainly from the Torah because at the very least the final paragraph in Kiryat Shema mentions Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, which is certainly a mitzvah from the Torah. But again, back to our Gemara, the opinion of Ravina then is clear and unequivocal. Hirhur kadibur dameh can be derived from our Mishnah. Elamai says the Gemara, okay, following your line of logic, your reasoning, Ravina, hirur kadibur dameh yotzi bisvatav. If the case is that he who are thinking is as if you're speaking, then why don't you just speak? In other words, if it has the same status and you're thinking, which is counting as if you're speaking, well then why didn't you just speak? Apparently you're telling me this mitzvah from the Torah overrides the takana, that enactment of Ezra, which we mentioned in the Mishnah. Well, if that's the case, what's the difference between thinking and speaking? Answers the Gemara for Ravina, kede ashkehan besinai. It's as we found it on an at har sinai. Rashi, kede ashkehan besinai, shehifrishan mi isha. Uh, the Torah tells us, The Torah says, You're not allowed to have relations. You were forbidden to have relations before Ma'amad Har Sinai. And based on that separation of husband and wife, Samach Ezra, that was what Ezra HaSofer based himself on, to say that Baal Keri, a person who has seminal emission, should uh, immerse himself. He derived it from Pasuk. We'll see this in the Gemara in a bit. First, Pasuk says you should instruct your children. It's a reference to Talmud Torah. And right next to that Pasuk, the Torah says, uh, So right afterwards, the Pasuk says, The day on which you stood in front of God at Har Sinai. Well, what's the connection between teaching Torah and the day in which you stood in front of God at Har Sinai? It must be that every time we study, learn Torah, teach Torah, we are to reenact the way we received the Torah, the same way we received the Torah in a clean state without any seminal emission uh, status on the people, so too when we uh, study the Torah later. Well, that being the case, says the Gemara for Ravina, the same way at Har Sinai, apparently, the only issue was not uh, thought, but speech of Torah, well, so too every time we study Torah, every time we speak Torah today, the problem is specifically with the speaking as opposed to the thinking. 
Tosafot questions this. What speaking was there at Har Sinai? At Har Sinai we listen. There was all Bishtika, Rashi. Excuse me, Tosafot, Kedashke Han Sinai, too, from the bottom. Perush, Afalgabde Kediburdame, Le'inyan Sheyese, even though we're claiming, as Ravina told us, that Hirur Kadiburdame, with regards to fulfilling the mitzvah, Mikoma, Kom, Lav Kediburdame, it's not entirely as if you're speaking the words, Le'inyan Sheyeh, Balkeri Asur, Leharher. On the one hand, we can derive from the Mishnah, you fulfill your mitzvah by just thinking it. On the other hand, with regards to the Takana, the enactment of Ezra, that's modeled after Har Sinai. And over there at Har Sinai, the issue was specifically with actual audible speech. But Tosafot says, Wait a second, they were quiet at Har Sinai. Answers Tosafot, basing themselves on the Gemara in Masechet Sukkan Daf Lamet Het, the principle of listening is as if you're speaking. We talked about this in the last class. That's why we imagine Am Yisrael at Har Sinai when they heard the words of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when they prophetically received um, the Aseret Berot and the laws of the Torah, it was as if they were speaking them. Therefore, back to our Gemara, Ravina's statement is, thinking, halachically speaking, it's as if you spoke it. How does he learn that from the Mishnah, which tells us that Kiriachima, when you're a Baal Keri, is to be done behirhur with thought. Questions the Gemara, but wait a second, if it's Kedibur, why don't you just do a full-fledged Dibur? The answer is Har Sinai. Har Sinai is our ma- model, our paradigm. Over there, since we were halachically speaking, uh, talking the words of Torah there and specifically there and in that way you may not when you're a Baal Kedi. Says the Gemara of Rav Hasda Amar. Rav Hasda fundamentally disagrees with Ravina. Amar hirhur lav In the first of the wide lines he says I can derive from our Mishnah quite the opposite of you. Uh, the, the, I, I will contrast myself with your opinion, Ravina. How so? If you were to tell me, I'll make the claim that the Gemara just did a moment ago against Ravina. If Hirhur thought is exactly as if you're speaking, why do you distinguish in our Mishnah when you're a Balkeri that you think you don't speak it? In other words, the answer of Ravina to Rav Hasta was insufficient. He didn't like the answer of Kedash Kehan Sinai, as we found at Har Sinai. He instead learns the complete opposite fundamental from the Mishnah. The fact that the Mishnah says, think it and don't speak it, teaches me instead that thinking is not as if you're speaking. Elamai, we now question Rav Hasta. If you're telling me, that seems to be what you're telling me, that Hirhur, thinking is halachically speaking, not as if you're speaking it, uh, well, Lama Meharhe, so then why are you thinking at all? In other words, if thinking is insufficient to fulfill the mitzvah, so then why are you thinking it for Kiryat Shema? What did you affect? What did you do? Uh, says the Gemara, the reasoning for Rav Hasta is so that you don't find yourself in that awkward and inappropriate situation where the whole knis, the whole congregation are saying Kiryat Shema. You're standing there and, and entirely spacing out or counting the uh, tiles on the floor. Floor. That would be wrong. Instead, we tell you, think the words, have intention, be involved, even though you're not fulfilling the mitzvah. It does appear based on this. The simple reading of the Gemara is that this is only when you're bitzibor, when you're with the congregation, that you're supposed to be thinking the words of Kiryat Shema, even though you're not saying them uh, audibly. Although you can read it, and some of the Rishonim do, as Bisha'asha Sibur means at the time, not that you're physically around them, but it's inappropriate at the time when everyone else is saying Kiryat 
you're spacing out or thinking about something else. Says the Gemara, vinigros bepirka harina. If that's the case, if the issue is that you shouldn't be batel, just uh, wasting your time as everyone else is involved with keriyat shema, why don't you study in your mind something else, a different perik? Bach, basing himself on the Gemara later on, says you should learn Masechet Derecheretz. We'll address that when we get to it in the Gemara. But that's the question, the challenge to Rav Hastam, It should be specifically the matter, the issue, which everyone else is dealing with, speaking, at least that's what you're thinking about. Questions the Gemara, Vehare Tefila de Sibur Asukimbo. Wait a second, Tefila. Amida is at the time that you're either in Knis or even at home, everybody's praying, they're saying Shemona Yisrael, they're saying the Amida Utnan and the Mishnah, the continuation of our Mishnah, which we'll see in a bit, if you're in the middle of Tefillah Amida and you realize, oh my goodness, I didn't immerse and I'm a, a person who's considered Balkeri, lo yafsik, you don't stop praying, you rather truncate, you shorten your Amida. We'll deal with that when we get to the Mishnah and understand that appropriately. But wait a second, Ta'ama, it seems clear from the Mishnah that the reasoning over here is the Atheel, is because you began saying the Amida. Hala Atheel, if you didn't begin saying the Amida, keep in mind, remember the Mishnah says, if you're in the middle of Amida, don't stop, just shorten. But wait a second, what about if I didn't start the Amida because I was a Baal Keri, lo Yatheel, you're not supposed to even begin. Why are you not supposed to even begin? Why don't we say that you should be Meharher if you just told me I shouldn't find myself in a situation, in a place where everyone else is praying and I'm just batel, so then how come I shouldn't be meharher? Answers the Gemara, Shaneh Tefillah, Delet Ba Malchut Shamaim. Tefillah is different than Kiryat Shema. It's diminished in terms of its severity because whereas Kiryat Shema has Kabbalat all Malchut Shamaim, has the acceptance of the yoke of heaven, we say Shema, we say Ve'ahavta, it's the acceptance of the mitzvot, of uh, fear and love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of his oneness, of his unique nature, etc. Amidah doesn't have that. Amidah has Bakasha, has Sheva, has Hoda'a, has requests, it has uh, praise, it has thankfulness, but it doesn't have Kabbalat all Malchut Shamaim. It's not as severe, and therefore, we specifically by Kiryat Shema say it's very inappropriate for you to be batel when everyone else is saying it. Uh, so that's the Gemara's answer um, to the difference. Questions the Gemara, but wait a second. There was another case in our Mishnah where we said you should be meharher, you should be thinking it. What was that? Wait a second. It's a beautiful beracha, but guess what? It doesn't have Kabbalat or Machut Shamaim, it doesn't have the acceptance of the yoke of heaven. Utnan and our Mishnah, which we just saw, says it says that you say but you don't say but wait, why are you saying not actually saying it, you're thinking it but if the rationale if the reason for distinguishing again between Kiryat Shema and Amida is one has Kabbalat on Machut Shamaim, the others doesn't, then Berkat Amazon, which doesn't, you shouldn't be Meharher. Clearly, there's something else going on over here. Answers the Gemara Ela. Kiryat Shema Berkat Amazon de Oraita. Rather, says the Gemara, the distinction, the differences on mitzvot min ha-Torah, bekat ha-mazon, keriyat shema, there the rabbis say you should be meharher, even after the takana v'ezra. When it comes to amida, which is at its core, and fundamentally, interestingly, the Gemara says, you do not 
do Hirhur. That's an interesting Gemara. We might recall in the last class that we had, we discussed the opinion of Harambam, both in Sefer HaMitzvot and Mitzvaheh, and in Hilchot Tefillah, in Perek Aleph Halacha Aleph, who very clearly and explicitly said that Tefillah <coughs> is Min HaTorah. Wait a second, the Gemara is calling Tefillah Midderabbanan. How do you resolve the opinion of Harambam? The Gemara seems a cle- to be a clear proof for what we read in Rashi on the Mishnah, Tosafot, even accepting that opinion of Rashi, that Tefillah, prayer, Amidah, is only Midderabbanan. The way that many of the Mefarshim, Bet Yosef included, the answer for Harambam is that this Gemara is talking about the words of the Tefillah. The words of the Tefillah are indeed only rabbinic in nature. The concept, the idea of praying every day is min ha-Torah ul-obdo ezohi avodah shibalev. The Gemara and Ta'anit, if you recall, in Daf Bet said, Heve Omer zo tefillah. The mitzvah is at its core min ha-Torah, the words midrabbanan. Okay, that resolves this first issue, although it's a significant one with regards to understanding hirhur kidibur or lav kidibur damen. The Gemara doesn't have any clear conclusion here uh, as to the halakha l'ma'aseh. But let's continue the Gemara onward. Amarav Yehuda, Amarav, minayin leberkat hamazon leachareha min ha-Torah. That's a fascinating question. It says, how do you know that berkat hamazon afterwards, meaning not beforehand, is a mitzvah from the Torah? The answer, of course, is easy. Shene emar ve'achata v'sabata uverachta. Okay, so the Pasuk says, Pasuk is telling me that I'm satiated, I'm obligated to say Bekata Mazon. So far, so good. How do you know that Bekata Torah, not when I'm reading it as a congregation. The reading it as a congregation is only as well a Takanat Ezra or a Takanat Moshe. There are two different stages to this um, with regards to a public reading from the Sefer. When we have an Aliyah, we make Berachot. Not that. When an individual makes and we'll learn more about this we'll see it in the Gemara later on the specific Berachot that are to be said every morning uh, prior to learning Torah but questions the Gemara how do you know that those Berachot are from the Torah Shene'emar the Pasuk says, I'm going to cry out the name of God, Moshe does at the end of Sefer Devarim you should give greatness to our God Oh, well, uh, what, what does that have to do with Bekota Torah? Rashi, quoting from the Gemara and Masechet Yoman, Daf Lamedzayin, suggests that this is a reference to Moshe Rabbeinu saying, I'm going to say Bekata Torah, and you should respond, Amen. That's the source for Bekata Torah, Min HaTorah. Maharsha, in his commentary here to the Gemara, the Bihayim of Velazhin in his Nefesh HaHayim suggests a different interpretation to this Gemara. I once saw in one of the books of Rabbi Yaakov Hayim Sofer, the one who's alive today, um, several other sources who suggest this interpretation to this Gemara, that Ramban Nachmani, in his introduction to the commentary Al HaTorah, writes that there's a long-standing tradition that the words of the Torah, the letters, make up the name of God. From the Bet of Bereshit, the first word, first letter, through the Lamid of Yisrael, the last word, the last letter, if you link them all together in some amazing mystical way, it's all name or names of God. We break them up to understand them in our way, on our level, but they can be broken up in all other ways and just reading it straight, it's all the name of God. Well, that interpretation, says Mahasha, might explain this line. Kishem Adonai Ekra, I'll call out the name of God. You want to know what that's referring to? Torah. Torah is the name of God, is it not? Havu God Eloheinu, you should be giving greatness to our God. 
In other words, it goes opposite. As I'm about to say Torah, Kivyachol Moshe is saying, say Beracha beforehand. You understand? Either way you slice it, although that's a significant and novel interpretation, it means the Gemara brought sourcing both for Birkat HaMazon and Birkot Torah from biblical verses. Does this mean that Birkat Torah, Birkot Torah, are mitzvah from the Torah? It seems very clear from our Gemara. So Harambam, strangely, in Sefer HaMitzvot, leaves out Birkota Torah. He does mention, and of course in Sefer Mitzvot of Harambam, his collection of the mitzvot, he lists only the biblical mitzvot, the mitzvot men ha-Torah. He leaves out Birkata Torah. He has, of course, Birkata Mazon. Ramban Nachmani in his glasses to Harambam Sefer Mitzvot in what's called Mitzvot Sheshacha Harav. Ramban Nachmani says, oh, I think you forgot a few, right? And so in his 15th of the mitzvot, Aser, he writes, Mitzvah Tetvav, Shenitztavinu Lehodot Lishmo Yitbarach, we need to um, be thankful, we need hoda'at, God's name, to God, and, and that's lishmo bechol e'et shenikra ba'torah. Anytime we study Torah, al ha-tovah ha-gedolah she'asa lanu, the greatness that he did for us, betito torato elenu vehodi'anu ha-ma'asim ha-resuyim lefanav she'bahem nenachel chaye ha'olam ha'ba. He gave us an instruction manual for a life of excellence, of success in our spiritual sense. This is similar to Our Gemara equates Birkota Torah with Birkata Mazon in the same way Birkata Mazon is Minha Torah. So too Birkota Torah. He quotes our Gemara. He has a great point. First and foremost, it should be noted Ramban Nachmani. It's a side point, but it's a significant one we can discuss on another occasion. He's saying that the Bekota Torah, anytime you deal with Berachot, you want to understand how do you characterize these Berachot. Is it a Berkata Sheva, Berkata Mitzvah, Berkata Nehenim? I make a Berachah before I eat food, it's called Berkata Nehenim. I make a Berachah before I shake Lulab, before I put on Tefillin, it's called a Berkata Mitzvah. A Berkata Sheva, I saw lightning, I heard thunder, I uh, saw the great sea, whatever that is, uh, which uh, the Gemara talks about and so forth I make a beracha praising God what a berkota Torah you can understand in all sorts of ways Ramban is clear in this commentary it's lehodot it's a berkata hoda'a okay that needs to be kept in mind for another conversation or conversations Ramban Nachmani though is, is disagreeing with Ramban he concludes and he says and don't tell me that it's incorporated and this some do claim for Ramban Kiryat Sofer and others um, this is incorporated in the mitzvah of Maybe Bekata Torah is, is part of the mitzvah of studying Torah. That's a mitzvah from the Torah. This is a, he says, you can't do that. I'll tell you why. Because I have at least two others where they're counted separately. One is Sipur Yisiyat Misraim. He says, Sipur Yisiyat Misraim, maybe that's part of Korban Pesach. No, it's counted separately. Harambam, you have to be consistent. Maybe Mikra Bikurim. The Torah says in Parashat Kitavo, you bring your first fruits to the Mikdash and you make a specific verbal declaration. Maybe that's all one mitzvah. No, Harambam, you counted those as two. How could you tell me that the Torah is different? So there's much to be said in all sorts of angles and issues with regards to this. 
this in the most simple sense, just dealing with our Gemara, not all the other claims of Ramban Nachmani. Haramban must, as Megillat, Sef, Megillat uh, Esther, the commentary to uh, defending Haramban there, uh, says, this Gemara is only what's called an Asmachta. This is not an actual source from the Torah suggesting or teaching Berkat Torah. It's the Hachamim saying, we believe there's a Beracha that needs to be said. We're going to lean on this. It's only Midrabanan in nature. Okay, but that being the case, back to our Gemara. Says the Gemara one more time. Amar of Marav, minayin bekat mazon min ha-Torah. Shene, emar kishem adonai yikrahavu godel Eloheinu. Right, that's the source. He first asks him bekat ha-mazon ve'achata, and then he asks for bekat ha-Torah. It's kishem adonai yikrahavu godel Eloheinu. Continues the Gemara. Amar of Yohanan, lamadnu bekat ha-Torah le'achareya min bekat ha-mazon bekal v'chomer. U bekat ha-mazon lefanea min bekat ha-Torah mikal v'chomer. Says uh, the uh, says Rabbi Yohanan, you know something? I wonder if we could do the following. We could do a kalvahomer. We can logically deduce that there's not only a beracha after eating food, which is binding from the Torah. There's a beracha beforehand, which a moment or two ago or ten ago we said is only rabbinic in nature. Maybe it should be logically speaking biblical. And so too the beracha before the Torah, beautiful. That's from the Torah. That's a beracha. Maybe there's one afterwards as well. Logically speaking, what's the logical kalvah? He suggested as follows. He says you can learn each one from the other. What does that mean? Well, Berkat Amazon is after eating, and Berkat Torah is before studying. Here's how he spells it out. It's the following way. We'll say, You should make a bracha after studying Torah. You finish studying Torah. You'll do it afterwards. Learn it from Berkat Amazon. Uh, well, if Birkat Amazon necessitates a Beracha afterwards, but not beforehand, well, certainly Torah, which necessitates a Beracha beforehand, needs one afterwards. And so, too, uh, his logical deduction, If Torah doesn't need a Beracha after studying, needs a Beracha beforehand. Certainly, when it comes to food, you would need to, from the Torah, make a beracha before. And says the Gemara, it's a bad kalvachomer of Yohanan. I'll tell you why. Ikal mifrach, I'll make the following two claims against it. Number one, malamazon sheken nehene. Nehene means I got benefit. The whole purpose of birkat hamazon is because of my enjoyment, my benefit. Uh, Torah is not so. And therefore, the Berkat Amazon after eating is binding from the Torah because I got benefit. You didn't have that by Torah. And Torah as well is different. You make a Berachah beforehand. You're about to be Nohel, get your inheritance in Haye Olam, in uh, eternal life, in, uh, in not, not in this worldly, physical, like I filled myself, I kept myself healthy in this world, kept myself healthy for the world to come. That's Haye Olam. That's why you made a Berachah before. You can't make a Kalvahome that the Birkota Nehenim before eating bread or anything else should be Minha Torah. Ve'od, and I'll bring you one other proof that this is a bad Kalvahome. And the beracha before eating food is not from the Torah. Al Tenan, the Mishnah that we just learned says, Al Hamazon Our Mishnah said you have that here, Hur, the thought of Berkat Hamazon, but not of Berkat Hamotzi. What was the difference? Well, we established what the difference was. The same way, Kiryat Shema. Uh, is different than Amida. So to Birkat Amazon is different than Amida. How's it different? Mitzvot min ha Torah. 
we make the beracha behirhur as Baal Kerim, it's from Midrabbanan, we do not, and so therefore it's clear that the beracha rishona, the beracha before eating, is not binding biblically from the Torah uh, as a mitzvah. Tiyufta says the Gemara, it's a question on Rabbi Yohanan that stands. Which means when all the dust settles, we have the concluding lines here in the Gemara. The Katamazon is a mitzvah from the Torah. Bekata Torah min Torah. One is said beforehand, the Bekata Torah, and the other afterwards, Bekatamazon. Interestingly and significantly, the Gemara in its Pircha, the word Lifroch means to break down. The Gemara said, Ikal Mifrach. When it knocked out, when it TKO'd Rabbi Yohanan's suggestion of Kalvachomer, it said that food is different than Torah. Sheken Nehene. Remember that word? Sheken Nehene. Those words taught us that you are benefiting, you're enjoying the food, which doesn't apply to Torah. There is a very important. And, okay, so you might argue first, you might say, well, I enjoy Torah as well. But the purpose, the suggestion is, the mitzvah is not the enjoyment. Bekat comes from the enjoyment of food. Torah, the beracha, is not on the enjoyment. Oh, that's interesting. That's what we mentioned a moment or two ago, that Ramban Nahmani, in fact, said that Bekat Torah is not a Bekat it's rather a beracha of sheva in that respect. There is, however, notably, a book called Egletal. Egletal was written by a Hasidish rabbi uh, over 100 to 150 years ago. It was the Sakachava Rebbe. Um, so he, uh, as a matter of fact, he had engagement. He was involved in the uh, Lithuanian world with Betalevi and others. He, in the introduction to his book, Egletal. Egletal is a very important book on Hilchot Shabbat, widely used and quoted. It uh, goes through the Melachot and Halachot of Shabbat. There, in his introduction, he suggests, and he quotes a Taz to support this and others, that the mitzvah, ironically, when it comes to Torah, is the enjoyment, and the beracha is a berkata nehenin. So much so that he quotes from Taz, Rabbi David Segel, the following halacha. Generally speaking, if I say I'm not going to get benefit from something, it's called a nedir. Oh, so I'm not allowed to get benefit. However, if I'm doing it to fulfill a mitzvah, the Gemara, Mishnah, Masechet, Nedarim talks about, what if I say I'm not going to get from this spring of water, but then I need to immerse myself for tevilah. In such a circumstance, we say the mitzvah mitzvot not behenot mitnu. It might be enjoyment, as a fulfillment of a mitzvah is not enjoyment. When it comes to Torah, it's not so. If I say I'm not going to get hana'ah with a neder from this book, this book is asur to me and it has Torah in it, I can't get fulfilled, I can't use it. Why not? Because Torah, the suggestion of Tazis, is fulfilled specifically through the Hana. Well, this Gemara is a blatant contradiction to that. He makes this claim, quotes of this Rabbeinu Avraham Minahar and others who, who support this, but uh, you have a TKO Gemara. His, the, the knockout of Rabbi Yohanan is the knockout as well to the Egletal. Interestingly, in the book, I was familiar with this, with that uh, shitav egletal, and with the question, I didn't, I didn't know until recently that uh, that uh, egletal, the same sakachavar rabbi, he defended himself on this question in sheilot tishbot avne nezer. Avne nezer is his response in uh, his ora haim in siman samech. He was asked this question from the rabbi who was his contemporary, and he responds as follows. He says, I already established, obviously a longer and important conversation, that when it comes to Berkat HaMazon, 
There's two types of hana'a we can be dealing with. There's what's called hana'at gerono, that's the enjoyment of eating the food in this moment. And then there's hana'at kereso, the fact that the food is in my stomach. When I say bekat hamazon, I'm not enjoying it in that moment. I'm enjoying it afterwards. My bekat hamazon is not specifically on the food that I enjoy. You see, when I do an isur, I eat something that's forbidden. The isur is the moment of enjoyment of that food. The hana'at gerono, the bekat hamazon is on the hana'at kereso, on the fact that I'm that I feel good afterwards, that is something that endures to the extent that I say bekatamazon on that. Kamut Torah says that says Avnenezer. Indeed, in the moments of studying the Torah, there's Hana'a, absolutely, and that's the fulfillment of the mitzvah. Afterwards, that's not the fulfillment any longer, and that's how he distinguishes and explains our Gemara. Shekin nehene is the pircha, is the question that you have by berkat Amazon. You do not and would not buy Talmud Torah. Baruch Adonai Amen.